Welcome back to another session of Better Podcasting Chats with me. Hi, I'm SP. This is a streamed and recorded casual conversations with other hobby and passion podcasters to share their journeys, experience, knowledge, and joy of podcasting. Better Podcasting is a project by Stephen John Drew and myself to help hobby and passion podcasters start their podcasts and make their existing projects better. That's why we came up with the name Better Podcasting. It's our hope that bringing on new voices from other hobby and passion podcasting spaces with potentially different points of view will help others just as much as listening to Stephen and myself. And also thank you to Matt Jermosevich from the Tipsy Tolstoy podcast for joining me in the previous chat. You can check out Matt and his co-host Cameron at their new website since we recorded last time at SlavicLitPod.com. Now to demonstrate what a hobby or passion podcast is, if you're tuning into this for the first time, you're like, SP, what are you talking about? For the next few moments, I'm going to talk about my passion space. So you get kind of an idea of what's going on. We'll start talking about SpaceX. Since the April 20th, 2023 Starship Orbital Flight Test attempt, SpaceX has been hard at work to prepare for its Starship 2 flight at its Boca Chica spaced Starbase facilities. Ship 25 and Booster 9 were chosen as the hardware pair to make this flight attempt. Elon Musk announced all future Starships would perform what is known as a hot staging maneuver, which means the second stage will fire while the booster stage is still firing as well. This maneuver will enable up to a 10% performance increase, according to Musk. I'm not sure it'll be that much, but it will lead to a minor performance increase. Ship 25 conducted a successful full six-engine static fire on June 26th. And finally, on Monday, July 17th, SpaceX completed a major test of its new orbital launch mount's water deluge system after literally hundreds of trucks of concrete were poured and the installation of the pancake water system under the OLM, or orbital launch mount, as well as a high water pressure manifold and additional water tanks at the launch site. So while not staying within Elon's one to two month return to flight prediction he made immediately following the first Starship launch, this does put the second Starship launch within the four to eight month quote unquote Elon time prediction where you multiply Elon's predictions by a factor of four. Over on the NASA side of the house, they got some new astronaut rides at the Kennedy Space Center. Canoe Technologies on Tuesday, July 11th, delivered three specially designed, fully electric crew transport vehicles to NASA's Kennedy Space Center in Florida. The new trio of Astrovans, you get it, Astro, Astrovans, okay, will enter service as soon as late 2024 when the four astronauts assigned to NASA's Artemis II mission launch on the first crewed mission to fly around the moon in more than 50 years. Canoe based the new NASA crew transports on its LV or lifestyle vehicle, which the company describes as having a multi-purpose platform to maximize cabin space, utility, and productivity on a compact footprint. Externally, the new Artemis vehicles appear to be somewhat of a cross between the livery of the Apollo astronaut transfer van with the sleek outline of the shuttle-era Astrostream or Airstreams, only with a more modern look accentuated by their street view windows and panoramic glass roofs. 
The Canoe CTVs join a new generation of Astrovans that include SpaceX's fleet of Tesla Model X electric cars used to transport Dragon crews and a customized Airstream that will take astronauts flying on Boeing's Starliner to the launch pad. All exciting stuff to me. I love space. And if I was podcasting on space with a hobby podcast, that's the sort of stuff that I would talk about. Hobby podcasters all podcast from a passion like I just did because we emphasize the fun, passion, and dedication to podcasting. Now for the next hour, I'm chatting with a Texan, IT manager, and hobby podcaster. Rob Daly co-hosts and produces the Smoking and Drinking in Capes podcast with his torturer, Jason, who is actually on episode 24 of this show. Rob also co-hosts the Smoking and Drinking in Space podcast with Jason as well. Rob is a former Blockbuster employee, a video game enthusiast, outdoorsman, and laser rifleman. Welcome to the chat, Rob. Nice to be here. Thanks for having me. I don't know what to say because you know a lot about me. And I don't give out a lot. Read your website. That's it. <laughs> oh. Oh well that would that would explain a lot. Yeah. Yeah, right. Gotcha. Yeah. And you're about me? Yeah, yeah. I totally forgot that that's on the website there. Yeah. Wow. Here I thought you were uh using your super secret government contacts to check up on me. Now this is actually a good teaching point, which we haven't discussed on this show at all. Yeah. On your website, you should probably have a way to contact you and an about me page so people get to know a little bit more about you. Also, you can filter what other people get to know about you. So if you don't like whatever I said on there, you can take some stuff off. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not ashamed for working at Blockbuster at one point. Mm -hmm. I got out before they did. <laughs> and that Jason was your torturer? Yeah, well, yeah, that's that's an everyday thing. You, you listen to the show, you know it's true. And sometimes I give it back. Hence our current, uh, uh, our current summer series. It was all me. <laughs> kind of figured. So let's go back to the beginning. What inspired you to start podcasting? I lost a bet, basically. Now, so, so I've known Jason. I knew Jason for quite a while. We knew each other from playing video games and stuff like that when I guess technically he would have been in college and I would have been in high school because there's about a there's about a six year difference there. So, you know, met there and then uh I'd go hang out at his house uh when he lived closer to me and uh, uh only a couple hours away I'd go hang out for the weekend or something. And at the time him and Red were doing Satis, smoking and drinking in uh space. And uh he goes, Hey, we're recording an episode, you're in it. I'm like, what? Yeah, 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 you're here. You might as well do it. So I, yeah, I got. Which one was it? It was either Cowboys and Aliens or The Arrival with Charlie Sheen. It was a it was a double header. Like not not only did I have to do one, I had to do two that weekend. Um, <laughs> and I don't remember which one came out first. Uh, we recorded them at the same time, and that's all I know. And I regret watching The Arrival. <laughs> the first one not the second one right the, that's yeah the second one wasn't too bad the the first one was terrible right in a bad way not in a good way so you lost a bet and they said okay we're coming on yeah mostly yeah all right 
But today, what excites you most about podcasting? Uh, honestly, it's, 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 I mean, I was in, you know, I worked for Blockbuster, right? So I like movies. I love watching movies. I kind of punch down on the movies sometimes, but in all honesty, except for Metropolis, I really haven't watched anything that I just thoroughly hated. Metropolis was terrible. And I'm repping it behind me here because Jason got it for me for Christmas. And I figured I'd, I'd better put it up there. So you're welcome, Jason. Otherwise, it's going back in the corner when it's done. But yeah, I, so I, you know, I was always into movies. And so doing this, you know, I get to, I get to talk with Jason. You know, we're busy now. So literally, we talk twice a week. We'll, we'll do a Friday, you know, we'll play video games. We still do the video game things. So we play video games on Friday night and then we're either recording the podcast on Sunday or on Wednesday, depending on which show we're doing. You know, and it's every other week type of deal. So it's not constant, but you know, I just still get to hang out with him and shoot the breeze and, and have a good time. But it's movies. I love, I love movies. We all have movies that we hate. There yeah. is uh, fr another friend of mine who infamously hates the movie Soldier. Soldier. I don't recall that one. I've seen so many movies that it's like, you know, if you talk about it, I'd be like, oh, yeah, 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 I saw that, you know, sometimes. Especially when I worked at Blockbuster. You'll have to look at it later. Yeah, look I will. It up later I will. And be like, hey, yay or nay. Yeah. But we all have that. And yeah. One thing that I was thinking in the last couple of weeks is, yeah, podcasting is my, you know, going to the bar guy time. I don't drink all that much because I'm allergic to corn, which is most alcohol, right? So I don't go to the bar and I don't like hang with the dudes there. So this is where I get to hang with the dudes. And I think a whole generation of people get to do this as well with hobby podcasting. So I think it's a valid thing. And you brought up another thing, video games. A lot of people do that too, as their bro guy time. Yeah. I enjoy it. I enjoy I still do it. <laughs> Once you started those recordings of Space Cowboys and Metropolis and everything, how did you really learn to podcast? Was it just day by day or did you actually seek out some knowledge? So starting off, I was eased into it. He was Jason was gentle. Yeah. <laughs> he uh you, you know, I did guest hosting, so at first, the only times I'd ever get on is when I was down there for uh, for the weekends. I'd take my, I'd drop my kid off at at a at a camp, and then I'd go hang out with him for a weekend. And uh, so, if they happened to be recording, it was like, "Hey, you're watching this, and you're going to be guest uh, a guest on the show." Great. Didn't have anything. And then eventually, he said, "Okay, we're going to have you on more often. You need to get a mic." I said, well, I have a headset. He goes, no, get a real mic. All right, fine. So then he told me to get a mic and yeah, I started guest hosting for a little while. And then eventually I took over because of life circumstances with Red passing. Um, and I knew Red too. So I, I had met Red. He's been to my house a couple times and uh, I've hung out with him up in, uh, he was from Amarillo or Canyon, Texas, up near Amarillo, Texas. So I'd, I'd hung out with him a few times, it, you know, so it, it was, yeah, he, he had, uh, Jason asked me to, to 
jump on board. And I said, okay, basically. Okay. When Jason was on in episode 24, he talked about losing his friend and co-host during that whole, from his perspective during that whole thing. Now, from your perspective, I mean, you knew Red, but you were coming on replacing him. How did that make you feel? And how did that go in your mind over the course of months of basically replacing Red as co-host? So I wasn't I, I wasn't an acquaintance of Red. You know, I'd only met him a few times in person. We played he played video games with us all the time too. Um he was part of our Friday night video game group there for a little while. And uh, you know, so I uh, online friends mo- mostly. So his passing wasn't great, but it didn't affect me as much because I didn't have he was a gaming buddy. He had, I didn't have an emotional connection like growing up with him or something like that as deeply as what Jason did and some of the other guys that, that we gamed with. So it was really just him, uh, J- you know, Jason saying, Hey, you know, at first I knew he was sick, you know, so it's like, Hey, uh, we're going to, I need you to step in for a few episodes just so that we can keep it going because, you know, the, the important thing is never to not to have a hiatus as much as you possibly can be as be as consistent as you possibly can. And so Jason was real, real good about that, about, you know, Hey, it's every week or it's every other week or whatever, whatever it was back then. I think it was every week. So even during that, he tried, we tried to have, he tried to have a buffer. So I got into that. And for the most part, I was, you know, I wasn't trying to replace red. I was trying but I was still trying to keep the spirit and the energy of the show like it was. Uh, nobody was going to be able to replace Red. But doing a few of the episodes with him, I knew kind of how they work together. And so I tried to f- do my best to fit into that, at least until, uh, until I became full-time. Then it was like, okay, now I need to figure what's my shtick? What's, you know, what's my, what am I known for? whether it be true or not. <laughs> Just play the cards that you dealt, right? Right, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, the best thing to do is be yourself, first of all, especially well, if you're not, yeah, because then you don't have to figure out who that avatar is that you've created, unless you're doing like a D&D playthrough podcast and you're actually stepping in as another character or right. audio drama where you're actually an actor or something like that. If you're doing a review podcast or any sort of other podcast where it's, a panel or solo just be yourself because that's what the the audience is going to enjoy but yeah i think that's important i think it's important not to st- try to step in as somebody if you're replacing somebody whether they pass away or not i think it's important to acknowledge it and and to give nods to it but at the same time you got to be your your own self and when you lost read from your podcast it was right around episode 50 ish and now I'll you've take got your word for it <laughs> yeah and now you've got how many episodes almost 300 right no we're not that far we're on one uh i can tell you right now we're on 216 well we've recorded 216 uh, i think we're only on like 212 on satis on satis uh, and on then satis. You- and then you add, and we'll, well talk yeah, about it in a second. Ours, yeah, it, if you it's add getting mine, close to 300. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah, we're getting close to 300 episodes total. We're 70, 72. 
probably probably closer to 65 because I'm doubling up during our whole heroes thing. Yeah, that'll be interesting uh, when you guys ever want to count all of them. Do you subtract whatever? So for the general public that don't know, he is, Rob here, is doing two podcasts. It's Smoking and Drinking in Capes, which you produce. Correct. And then Smoking and Drinking in Space, which you're the co-host and Jason produces. And And that was the first that was the brainchild, I guess, or that, you know, that's the first show. Yeah. The inception, the inception show. Yeah. That's, uh, speaking of which we've, we've reviewed inception. So, oh, you know, yeah. a little plug there. No. Uh, so Satis Satis started smoking and drinking in space. Uh, that was, that's the first thing. Sci-fi podcast from, from a couple guys that think they know sci-fi. And then last year, two years ago, two years ago, Jason wanted the rule with with uh, sci-fi is no superheroes. That's that's his rule. No superhero movies, uh, even though some superhero movies could be classified as sci-fi as well. That was his stipulation. But then he decided, hey, I want to do superhero movies, and we said, or I said, okay, sounds good. So we're going to put those in the list. He goes, no, you're going to be the host. Okay. And at the time, we had uh, there was another uh, James. Uh, so when 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 I came on as a full time host, uh, we also brought on James to try to help alleviate kind of the responsibilities and kind of try to get a third perspective in there for a little while. And so he was he was on for I don't know a, a, quite a few, almost probably about a year, a uh, year and a half worth of uh, episodes. And then he got busy with his own podcast that he had going on. And so he just didn't have the time to do what at the time was three podcasts. I don't know if you know about doing three podcasts all at the same time uh, every week. <laughs> I, I, you know. This week will be four. So, oh, yes, well, there you go. There you go. See, you don't know about three. You only know four. Yeah, you know more about doing more. I did no. one year. One year when I first started, I think it was seven some weeks. I did seven podcasts in one week. I remember you were guest hosting with us, and you had like seven because you stepped in to help another friend or something. And yeah, you were at your you were doing like two podcasts a day. Some days it was ridiculous. It was so. Yeah, I know. I understand. It's somebody that is all of a sudden finds themselves with three podcasts having to pare down. I understand that. Yeah, and so we started on smoking and drinking in space. Did that? Jason wanted to do uh, superheroes, so basically it turned into nose goes, and I was the last one to touch my nose, apparently, and I was the only one that wasn't a host. And so we just did a spinoff, and now we do Satic, smoking and drinking in capes, uh, which is a superhero podcast. The format is very much the same. That was one of the things that we. We wanted to keep. We have a, you know, we have our opening, uh, cold open with a with a movie clip. We do news, kind of the the running. Right now, we're not doing news because we're on summer break. But you know, kind of the running joke is I was doing the news segment on Satis for the longest time, and I would always bring in superhero stuff just because I wanted to, because I was doing geek things. I was doing science, and then I was also doing geek you know, movie type stuff. Uh, Cause Marvel's a big thing. It's a big thing for everybody. Right. Uh, anybody that's going to listen to our show is going to probably have tasted a little bit of the Marvel MCU stuff. So I was doing stuff and, and, and mostly I do that or I did that. I still do it to piss off Jason. 
because it annoys him that I'm bringing superhero news to a sci-fi show. But then he turned it around, and so he does news on my show, and it's typically science news. And so that we did that. We've got the pod crawl, which, uh, and I, Jason talked about it, that's got red as the intro before we start talk, doing the, the summary. Uh, and he talked about the whole pod crawl thing. That, by the way, I've done a pod crawl before. There was a couple times when I guest hosted that he had me do it. Jason had me do it just because he didn't have the time. And it wasn't bad when you're doing it once in a while. But now it, it can be tough to be witty on, on demand. But yeah, so the, 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 the format's basically the same. It's just whether or not it's superheroes or uh, sci-fi. So you transition from co-hosting, which you show up and you give material and you're on the microphone, to hosting where you're shaping the show, you're writing material, and you're producing and editing the show. No, I just, I still just show up. No, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, so as far as hosting duties go, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I do. So I'll write the pod crawl. Um, I kind of write a few notes. Jason and I kind of, you know, we'll, if we have something we want to jump in and, and talk about, we'll jump in and talk about it. Uh, just to make it so it's not all on me or all on him uh, to come up with all the content. You know, he's more uh, highfalutin, I will call it, uh, about, you know, like sound design and, and all this. Uh, you know, he'll bring that stuff in all the time. And me, I'm kind of like, did it make sense? You, you know, is there some glaringly obvious uh, mess ups? What was cool? What wasn't cool? That kind of deal. Uh, it, you know, there wasn't. I might say something about music and stuff like that if it's annoying, you know, if it's, if it's God awful, but I'm not looking at that. I'm looking, I'm more of the, did I have a good time or did I wish I was doing something else for that hour and a half, two hours, you know? So, yeah. How was learning the production side of things like the editing and the publishing? So that was, that was rough. I'm a jack of all trades, master of none. Um, I, I, I have dabbled in a little bit of everything in the past, being a geek and everything like that. You know, so I've, I've done, I've put videos together in terms of like slideshows with music. You know, I've done things like that. I've done, I've done a little bit of audio splicing in terms of, you know, cutting a little bit out here and adding something there to, to make something. But I'd never, I've never done anything at this, what I'd call this level where, I'm producing a one hour show ish from start to finish. I've used audacity. I use audacity because it's free and, uh, I've looked at, uh, Reaper. I've toyed with going to Reaper, but I don't want to have to learn everything all over again. So I haven't taken the leap to try to edit in Reaper. Because apparently, you know, Reaper's a little bit more powerful, but it's for the, the, the kicker is it's free, right? You can get a free license or whatever. For the first, I forget what it is, 30 or 60 30, days, 60 or, days or something like that. Yeah. So, you know, I thought I'd try it and even, even buying it, it's like what, 40, 50 bucks, something like that. It's, it's very inexpensive. So I thought about it, but right now Audacity's Audacity's still free and it does what I need to do. There was a there was a bit of a learning curve. Uh, you know, I had to learn about uh, what the com, you know compressing. I don't really do DSing. 
that's what the filter's for. <laughs> but compressing, uh, I got to do a little bit of EQ to myself because I find I find myself a little too bassy when I'm editing. Uh, I don't know what Jason does to me. It sounds like he takes a little bit of the bass out on on his show, but I know on mine, I I take a little bit of the bass out just to kind of bring it up because otherwise I sound very bassy com- next to Jason personally for my everybody's ears different I, I just on all my tracks i take out anything that's 100 it's 100 or 150 hertz and below okay. i take out because i i don't want the rumble in the background right you know some air conditioning there's some trucks in the background or trains or something like that you might hear that right now <laughs> the train just went by i can't i can't help it sorry <laughs> <laughs> i kind of heard a whistle in the background yeah. but that's not why i brought it up i brought it up because if you t- if you do that, forget what it's called, high cut filter or whatever, then you lose a lot of that automatic, and you don't have to worry about it. Also, I think that in some cars where a lot of people actually listen to podcasts, is that it gets to be too bassy. Right. If you have a real good s- sound system, and I'm not talking about bringing in a subwoofer. I'm talking about like a premium sound system that some people put in their cars, right. just from the factory. And I happen to have one of those in my car right now. I'm not bragging. I'm just saying that if I don't do that, it becomes unlistenable for me in the car, even by going in the EQ and turning it down. It's just so much of it. So much bass. Yeah. So I take yep. that out and accentuate the mids basically by doing that. And then the highs, if you, by definition, I don't do anything to the rest of it. I don't EQ anything, mm-hmm. but take out that high pass filter. I think it's what it's called. Uh, and that gets out the low rumbles, yeah. including my voice is the same way. And I chose my microphone specifically to reduce that to, yeah. as well. So I have taken steps to do that. And I can understand why somebody would want to do that as well. Yeah. And I'm still, I'm by no means a pro. I'm still learning and I'm still tweaking here and there. What was it? A couple, well, it was probably like back in March. I found out that I was doing my noise cancellation in the wrong order. I was doing all the processing. And then after I got done with the processing, I would do noise cancellation thinking, okay, I fixed it all. Now I need to get rid of that noise. And no, no, do the noise first. So, because I have to, I have to do noise cancellation on my track because of my setup. And there's a very, low it's not a rumble but there's a low hiss when i'm not talking and so i have to do that and typically i've got a perfect spot for it it just i do it during the pod crawl i grab that that sample during the pod crawl when i'm not supposed to be talking and just use that as my as my sample and it gets rid of it and i've changed mics so that that threw some stuff off a little bit yeah We'll talk about that in a second, just yeah. to have clear to anybody that might be listening to this. The first thing that I found that you should do with the track is to apply gain if you need to, you know, to get to the, the either the DBs or normalize it with somebody else or whatever. Uh, if you have to apply gain, that's where to apply game. Then do the noise reduction so you're not processing all that noise and then go ahead and do whatever else it is you need to do yeah. so that that is the method that I would use. Yeah, I, so I I can I do a compressor, and then I I go ahead and which way do I do it? It's I, hold on, I have to do it in my head. 
<laughs> it's all second nature. And with Audacity, <laughs> you do it one at a time per track. Yes, yeah, you have to do it per track. Well, you can you can select multiple tracks and do the same thing to them. But there are certain ones where you do have to do it per track because if you select all of them, like one of them, I do a limiter at the very end just to get rid of any of the, so I'm not blowing out. Mm-hmm. And you have to do that on individual tracks. Otherwise, it adds dead space wherever there wasn't anything. And that makes it really difficult because then you can't move your track around because mm. it's, it's filled up the whole, the whole thing. But yeah, I, I normally do a compressor. I do a normalize just to bring everything kind of the same. And then I do the, I do the noise filter. Uh, and that seems to, that seems to help it. it. It cleans it up quite a bit. Yeah. So you mentioned gear and that's something mm-hmm. I was going to ask you anyway. What gear do you currently use when you're podcasting? Currently, I am, uh, what is that, a Behringer? 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 I get kidded about all the time. I call it Behringer. Behringer, 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 I don't know. It's that, uh, hold on, I gotta read it. They, uh, oh yeah, UMC 22. So just a, just a cheap, it's like 40 bucks, USB interface type of deal. It uses, I use, um, XLR connection from my mic but it's a usb interface it does pretty good uh, but i've noticed so i i noticed that it does pick up noise quite a bit because it doesn't have any sort of uh noise gate built into it and i do all the gain there on on the behringer so that i don't have to do as much in post uh and then currently i'm using a pod mic a rode pod mic which is new based on your one of your recommendations you guys talk you had a whole better podcasting segment on mics and things like that and i'd been looking to get one prior to that same interface behringer i've had i've had that for quite a while uh, but then i had the uh, samsung 2qu and i was i was rocking that up until about what three months ago three four months ago i think is when i when i went mm-hmm. to the pod mic and i did see a difference so, so the noise isn't, the, it isn't there as much. So part of it was coming from, and, and I did do some testing. Part of it was coming from the Q2U. It was just picking, picking it up, but th- this mic does, it still has just a touch. So I think some of that noise is coming from the interface itself. Yeah. Noisy preamp, but it yeah. would be typical of a cheap audio interface like yeah. you, you're using. And not to say it's bad. I mean, you're nah. taking care of it in post, but there are better audio interfaces to get USB audio interfaces to get the, where the preamp and it's all about the preamp and people are like, what are the preamp preamp is like a little volume knob inside that actually gets, gives more gain to the signal before it goes to the computer or tablet or wherever you have it connected to. And you have ones that, give off more electric noise into the signal than others. And mm. you basically want a better one that's shielded and you get, you pay for it. Basically you, you pay more yeah. money for it. And if you're just a hobby podcaster and you can deal with it in post, yeah, that's fine. And if you want to not deal with it anymore, anybody. So here's the deal. Anybody that podcasts long enough, eventually you're like, I just can't handle this anymore. I want to do this. But if the question is, when is that? Is it 10 years from now? Is it two years from now? Who knows, right? Yeah. 
So I was using I was using the the Q2U. I mean that was that was the first one. That's what that's what Jason told me to get when he's like, get yourself a mic. I was like, okay. So he said, mm-hmm. get this. It's like fifty bucks. Yeah, I didn't get it on sale, so it was like fifty bucks. And it's it's a good fifty bucks. You know, you get the it's a USB mic or XLR, so it does either or. I started with USB just because I didn't I didn't get the thing, and but then you know it comes with a stand. It it has like a little stand that it sits on. Uh, but Jason gave me one of his old pod mic, uh, one of his old uh, mic stands. I'm not using it anymore, but uh, I did for the longest time. So I mean, it was a it was a good mic, and it and it did everything for the longest time. I just I wanted to. I'd been doing it long enough that I decided, okay, I I want to update myself a touch, and and I planned on updating myself a, a touch more when I get a better room set up. I record in my bedroom because mm. I can because I can shut the door. I've got too many kids and not enough rooms, so. <laughs> You know, so so I uh, and and the bedroom has the the best sound. I found I I didn't have to go all the way into the closet like some people that record. You know, they record inside inside their closet with all their clothes. And some people record in cars too, but in Texas, I can't imagine doing that. Oh, good gosh, no! Unless you want to hear the AC the entire time. Yeah, that's yeah. that that would negate the reason for being in the car. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, I've got this. Uh, you know, I've got a window right here, so I've got the the blinds. Uh, well, I've got blinds, but then I've also got the the blackout curtain here, and that absorbs quite a bit. And I found that this work this has been working great. Yeah, I won't knock anybody for starting with a Samsung Q2U or an Audio Technic ATR twenty one hundred. Matter of fact, next week I'm going to start podcasting with a new podcaster, and that's exactly what we got. The podcaster was an ATR twenty one hundred X, very similar to the Q2U in that it's a USB and XLR microphone. And you do that so you can start with USB, and then as they grow, you can throw in an XLR or an XLR recorder like the PodTrack before, and you just increase over time. So it's just a natural thing to get to start, see if you want to keep with it. If you do, you start adding gear, and you start getting more robust, so you get backup tracks, so you don't lose recordings and that sort of stuff. Uh, you guys don't lose that many recordings from what I've heard, but I did hear that you guys <laughs> yeah. were using Craigbot for a little two. bit and that got too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Craigbot was helping. We've lost, we've only, uh, so we've lost basic, we've lost two recordings. One recording uh, was Demolition Man. I know that one for a fact. The only reason why I remember that is because we had to record it twice. <laughs> and, and that was, that was Jason's fault. He was out of town. In fact, I think, was he overseas? I don't remember. He was out of town. And so he wasn't on his normal setup. He was using the Q2U. He had, he had that and everything like that, because that's a good travel mic too, because it's nice and compact. But he was on the wrong setting, and it came across. He forgot, he forgot to change. I think he forgot to change his megahertz. On his recording, oh yeah, and that's so right. He was way low, and it it just it it threw up when he went to go put it together. And he's like, I can't salvage it, and so we had to, we ended up having to record it completely over. And then 
I lost a track because I I hit the wrong key. I inadvertently delete I inadvertently deleted the file when I was trying to move things. I was trying to move files over to save them, and I thought I had grabbed that one uh, and put it on my other computer where I do the editing, and I hadn't, and I ended up purging it off of the laptop. Craig. Craigbot came in handy there because uh, actually for that one, Craig, we didn't use Craigbot, but uh, Jason records, he has a Rodecaster Pro. And so he records my audio through Discord on a channel. And, and so he had a backup. Didn't sound quite as good, but it worked. And, and then for the, the Discord one or the uh, Demolition Man one, we didn't use Craigbot because it just, it wasn't functioning that day, and I think part of that was late uh, latency because he was out and about and not uh, not on a really solid connection. So even him and I talking was a little, you know, there was a few times where it was like, okay, I just assume what he said and just keep going, you know. So you had to do a lot of that, but uh, it has saved us. Oh, and then there was one other time where, for some reason, my laptop mic decided to take over. I was recording through Discord on a on the mic, but Audacity was recording my laptop mic, so it sounded like I was in a tin can in a tunnel underwater. Uh, so we had to use another track to save that. I didn't have to deal with that one. That was Jason's problem. That was that was on Satis. So for me, I haven't messed up any of mine. It's always been on Satis's side. I've been I've been real I, well. That I learned all the be- what not to do on his show, right? So make it easier sooner or later it's not a matter of when it's a matter of, or if it's a matter of when that right it's going to happen to most hobby podcasters uh craig bot the guy that developed it he left uh, they sold it i believe to the people at discord and then he started something called ecaster and craig bot has not really been the same since so i've been hearing more and more people that have had issues like you're describing with that so there are other options. We're using StreamYard right now to record back and forth, and it's yeah. good. Uh, I'll leave the story for tomorrow on Better Podcasting Live Chat that I'm going to have with Steven, episode 54. But just a couple of weeks ago on Legends of Shield, I had to use the third backup, third backup for a co-host wow. in order to bring him in. I had more backups. I mean, I had a, a combined track that I could have used, but this was the fourth track that we're recording just with his voice and we were able to salvage it so uh the backups do save you from time to time and did it save the recording not necessarily because i had my recording with my roadcaster pro but it saved me from having to combine everybody on one track and i was able to edit everybody differently and sometimes that's good sometimes when you have everybody in the same track you have leveling issues and you can't level everybody the same way so it's always better, in my opinion, to have everybody on different tracks, but that's just my opinion. So I have a question for you. If you could have told yourself one thing to make it easier on yourself when you started podcasting, what would you have told yourself? Just say no. <laughs> Nancy Reagan. Yeah, yeah. No, um, to make it easier on myself. That's a good question. I don't know. Uh, maybe, maybe spend, maybe spend just a touch more upfront 
I did it in stages, which, you know, by all means, if you can do it, if you can, I mean, there's nothing wrong with doing the stages, but I think it would have been easier on myself if I would have just gotten the, the interface and gotten off of the USB from the beginning for, for me, because it was, I was kind of getting used to what I was doing. And then I decided, Hey, I'm going to throw in this Behringer. And then it was like, I was learning all over again. And I didn't know a lot to begin with, you know, as far as the recording stuff. And so it just, for me, it was a little frustrating because it seemed like I, I wanted to get better, but I wasn't getting better. I didn't feel like I was getting better because it was, I was having to fix things. You know, Jason would tell me every, after every episode, he's like, after editing it, he's like, Hey, uh, yeah. What did you do? Something's different. I was like, I I don't know. I don't know what I did. I just plugged the stupid thing in and, and went to town and, you know, we did a test and you said it sounded good. So I left it, I think, you know, (laughs) so I, I, Taking better notes maybe also might have helped. You know where where are my settings? There was a few times, and, and actually, I caught myself. I got a new computer out out in the game room where I do the editing, and well, not really new. I upgraded it from ten to eleven, and uh, luckily, I had all my settings written down that for for Audacity and all that kind of good stuff. As far as where I where I put my levels for the different uh, compressions and loud EQs and or, or normalizations and that kind of stuff, which is good because I had been taking notes when I first did it, and then I remembered that I had changed some a few few things, so it got me close. And then I had to adjust. It was like, oh no, I remember I put it here because I liked it better here, you know. So that taking better notes would have been pay attention, dude. That's that's what I tell myself. You know, I don't. Yeah. I find myself, I, I think I, I think personally I did it right in terms of, like I said earlier, I was eased into it. So it, it wasn't, it wasn't like, Hey, I want to do podcasting. It was, Hey, do you mind being on an episode a couple of times as opposed to, I want to do this and let's do it, you know, type of deal. Okay. Yeah. You mentioned something before that I wanted to explore. Mm-hmm. You guys from, cause I've guessed it on both your shows before. Yes, you have. Cause you're a glutton for punishment. Yeah, apparently. Uh, I've enjoyed every, mail. I don't know which one. I've enjoyed every episode. You guys don't share show notes. Now on my shows, we all share show notes and we all go over the same script. You guys don't. So we, we do and we don't. Jason has like a one note thing that he puts his his notes his show notes in and I will get into those and add the news articles for his side and that kind of stuff but yeah really we don't I have no idea what he uh, truly truly we have no idea what each of us think of whatever episode we're recording until we get there we we make a point even Typically, he's watching Saturday for the show on Sunday, or but normally I watch earlier than that. But even if we watched ahead of time, we don't talk about it Friday nights uh, when we're talking with each other. We're because we like to keep it. We like to keep keep each other guessing. Now we know each other well enough that it's like you know I'm like okay yeah he's going to hate the heck out of this, 
or he'll be like, uh, you know, if it's time travel, I'm in all in hundred percent, hundred and ten percent. I haven't had a bad time travel yet. You know, so, you know, he knows, Jason knows that. And, and I, is it right or wrong? I don't know. Um, I've, I've guessed it on yours and, and the show notes thing completely threw me off because <laughs> I'm not used to that kind of deal, you, you know, but it, I can see where it's, it's useful when it's a more, what I'm going to call a more produced show as opposed to a couple guys just messing around. Discussion which show. Is, yeah. Which is what we're kind of well, going I'd for. Like- to make a distinction so the purpose of show notes in a lot of cases is to prepare and you guys prepare you guys write actually write your own notes you just don't share what you think of the item that you're reviewing you have a document like you said you put the nudes in and there's four questions or four awards at the end so there's a format to your show we don't share those either yeah we don't share share those uh, but we do prepare for that yeah right so you know which four awards are coming up because it's the same every single show yep yeah but so you know that and you're prepared for it but you just don't share correct yeah i like to share because then we can make sure that we leave nothing on the table so to speak Right. I do every once in a while, I, I won't put any notes in and I'll be like surprising everybody what I think about different things. Cause there's some things that I like and th- that are not normal. Like yeah. I like episode one of star Wars, for instance, and I don't like empire strikes back. So, you know, two taboo things in, in star Wars fandom. Right. All right. It's been nice knowing you. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> So those sorts of things are nice to surprise people with from time to time, right? And if you have yeah. a joke, you don't want to, you know, tip off other people. That's something that we do on Legends of Shield. As a matter of fact, we do it because of, and that's what we call it because of. We like talking about Marvel because of, and it's a whole shtick that we do at the beginning of the show to give our contact information. We never share what it is, and everybody knows when they have one. They say, "I have one," and so we give it to that person, and we write that person in the show notes is going to be doing them because of, but we don't share what that is. And that's the big improv surprise factor afterwards is we have to riff off of it. So I do see the benefits of that because surpri- the surprise is part of the, the whole thing. Yeah. So. Yeah. Thinking, thinking that uh, there's been a couple episodes where it was, you know, I'm like, man, he is not going to like this. And then he's like, yeah, no, I liked it. You know? So, you know, you, then it totally throws off the whole, it doesn't throw off the whole show, but then it's like, okay, I was expecting punch down 101 today, you know, and it ends up not being that, you know, so I, there was one recently that we did where he was, he was pleasantly surprised and I was entirely shocked about it. And I don't remember. Yeah. It was before you did heroes, I think. Right. It was, yeah. it was right before the summer series. Yeah. Yeah. So what is some one, it doesn't have to be the, but one is one of the favorite moments of your shows. We'll just combine the two together. So if you can think back of all the episodes that you did, what is one of your favorite moments that you've done podcasting? The, you know, honestly, the big one that the big one that's stuck in my head, uh, what is, is, um, oblivion. So we did oblivion. I, I and, and honestly, I was th- this was when Red was was out. Uh, he was sick, so he Jason asked me to come in. He also asked me to do the pod crawl, 
and and I had I had guessed it enough times that I knew kind of what it was what was expected. I didn't know how it was done. So basically, the pod crawl it's a text document that we throw into a voice synthesizer. Up until actually even past when I started hosting, Jason handled all that. He would like I would do the text, give it to him, and he would synthesize it. Eventually, he showed me how to do it because he was just swamped. You know, but I remember that one because that's the fr- that's the first pod crawl that I did, and Jason laughed at it. <laughs> With, and, and a good laugh, right? Like it was funny, and so you know that one just always sticks in my head because it was like that was the first time that I I'd, I'd written it, and I'm like, okay, I understand this. That's good. Other than that, I mean. Doing stuff with guests is always kind of interesting. It, those are always rem- memorable because it's something different and fresh, you know, and, and you don't know what you're going to expect. And then the one thing that I love doing that I honestly, we haven't done it in a while, is I like my convoluted timeline that tends to happen when we record because it really throws, that, that's a behind the scenes type of deal. Is because that just really throws Jason off in terms of we haven't recorded it yet, but we have type so of we, deal. We've done that a few times, even with you. For the uninitiated, what you're talking about is you pre-record episodes that yes. you then release sometimes months later, and then you record another one. But that episode that you just recorded before isn't out yet, so you refer to time right. travel and mm-hmm. the fact that oh, you'll hear about that eventually. Yeah, yeah, because. Jason's really good. So on Satis, we're we're pretty much there. There is no time travel involved. It's one right after the other. On my show, it's not so much uh, because you know, especially if I'm getting a guest. A, a, a big one was I had John from Video Game uh, Video Game Lounge on doing. Oh, which one was it? It was Batman. It was Batman Begins. We recorded that in. October, it didn't release until February. Not, it wasn't my fault. I had every intention of releasing it earlier, but other shows showed up. So, you know, we tried to, we tried to get, you know, if there's a big blockbuster, especially for superheroes, you know, new MCU movie coming out or Spider-Man coming out, we'll try to get that within a week or two of when it comes out, just because that's how you get your clicks. And you know, things just, it was October is blockbuster season, right? So it, it, uh, it just kept getting pushed and pushed and pushed. And that was also prior to me really planning things out. I've got things planned out all the way till the end of the month, uh, the end of the year for some of the shows. A little spoiler. I had it planned out so much that I announced that we were going to be re- uh, releasing the Marvels next month. Because when I planned it out, the Marvels was coming out next month, not in November. And I forgot to change that on the calendar. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I do a whole announcement about it. And, then, and, then, and, and I'd already done the editing and everything. And then two episodes later, Jason and I realized, oh, we're not doing that because it's not out yet. I'm like, ah, oh, crap. So I got to go back and edit. Luckily, I'm, I'm far enough ahead. We're far enough ahead in our summer series that uh, it hadn't come out yet. but kind of fun but time travel is always fun the the whole just totally messing things up especially when we're doing a series yeah any 
any way to be entertained yeah. when you get stuck in a rut like that. And there's yeah. those of us that only interview or only review series on our podcasts. And yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, even, even like series of movies. So the star Wars series, Jason's just as bad with that. There were some days where we were because of, for the star Wars series, we got guests for just about every single one of them. And it all coincided with when they were available and which one they wanted to do. So I, you know, there was, we were doing like one, four, two, three, you know, that's how we recorded it. And it was so confusing as to what we were supposed to be doing. So it, it made it kind of interesting. All right. Is there anything about the podcasting infrastructure of the industry itself that you'd like to see changed? Yeah. You know, I, I wish it was a little bit and it's getting there. I wish it was a little bit more mainstream. I didn't listen to podcasts prior to getting into podcasting just because I didn't have time and I didn't, I have a 15 minute commute. So, you know, you're just getting into the, into the meat of it, but then you got to stop, you know, cause I can't listen to it on my phone while, while I'm working and that kind of stuff. So I never really listened to anything. I'd, I'd listen to stuff that Jason did or a, a few other podcasts here and there. I've, I listen to a few more when I can better podcasting i listen to off and on you guys are on wednesdays and so if we record on wednesdays uh so if we're not record every other wednesday so if we're not recording i tip sometimes i'll i'll jump in if i can if i'm not busy you know so i i wish it was a little bit more mainstream or easier to get to i guess in terms of like kind of like radio you know you can just tune in and it's there you know unless you've got wi-fi or 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 i guess you know the paid subscription type of stuff on your car you can't necessarily do that unless you pre-download it and that kind of deal or go through your phone and i've never had a car that could do that until recently so you know it just hadn't been something i do so you know there's some sometimes there's a little bit of a stigma behind podcasting oh you podcast weirdo (laughs) you know so you know and then separating me trying to separate what I do on the show versus what I, you know, how much am I sharing, you know, about my real life? Uh, and how much do I want my real life to know about my podcast life? Because there's certain things that I say or do on the podcast that is for the podcast. And it's not how I am in real life most of the time. Some, sometimes I am, but. You mean you don't just randomly eat moon pies all day? No, I don't randomly eat moon (laughs) pies all day. That I don't do that. Um, I, despite popular belief, I do not have a porn server laying around at the house. Uh, You know that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff. Okay, nice disclaimer. I know the truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you you know, it's it's things like that. You know, there's, uh, you know, I'll say some really off the wall comments, and it's just it's just for the podcast you yeah know? just it's driving into the shtick yeah. yeah it is it's 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 a shtick that i've got to have that i have that i started and kind of got to keep with it so uh you know it's yeah it's it's how much do you want to share and how much how much do you want your outside world to to know about your podcasting world you know i'm not going to tell every one of my friends or coworkers or whatever that i have a podcast because some of it they're not going to enjoy. You know, I just know how they are. So, Right. 
So be it. So do you have any future plans or do you guys just plan on keeping things going like it is for a while? So funny enough, um, if you're on our, if you're on the discord, the gun and geek discord, there was a post in Sadix. Jason ended up at the house yesterday for a little layover, trying to get back home completely unplanned. I got called Sunday morning or Sunday night. Hey, I need you to, to come get me. So it was kind of an unplanned visit. The, we've got some stuff that uh, I, I don't think he's going he's gonna to regret me saying it. Sadis, Spoken and Drinking in Space, is going to go on a hiatus here eventually. We don't know exactly when because he's getting busy. with He's trying to get his PhD and all that. And so it means Sadis is going to be the only thing. I don't know if we're going to pick up extras but we are going you know we're going to keep going with that one at least you know i don't think i don't know if we're going to pick up extra episodes i think the plan right now is you know if there's a big sci-fi show that comes out you know we'll we might do a special or, mm-hmm. or that type like of deal dune when it comes out or something yes like yeah that. so he did specifically say you know dune part two when that comes out we're doing it uh, you know whatever you know maybe the next star wars movie that comes out if if they ever come out He's staying away from the Disney Plus stuff, just you know the series. We've we've kind of <laughs> we're kind of done with the series <laughs> stuff, just because it's it's tough. But no big huge plans. Uh, just the normal stuff. You know, we'll be reviewing Marvels or the Marvels. Uh, we'll be reviewing Deadpool three when it comes out, and you know all the big stuff if it ever comes out. Seeing as there's a like eight different strikes going on <laughs> right <laughs> so you mentioned something earlier and i didn't key in on it but you mentioned something now about the way to be cons- the way to grow shows be consistent which is right. true but there is also something to be said and Stephen and i are becoming more and more advocates of it of taking a seasonal approach and taking those hiatuses yeah. when life as a hobby podcaster as life demands it so Having the, and you termed it hiatus, you didn't say we're going to stop the show. Having a hiatus is actually good because it gives you the time to do whatever you need to do in your personal life. And then you can return. Now, it's always good to have like a a plan, like, okay, we're going to come back at such and such a date. So, in the case of Satis, if you guys stop tomorrow or after Heroes or whatever, I don't know what your plan is. But if you stop after heroes, you say, okay, we're going to come back in Dune and we're going to review it in January or, you know, whatever your plan is. So people can expect that episode to come out at that point in time. And then when you do the episode in January, you can say, okay, our next episode is going to be in May when we review whatever. So by announcing it on the show that you're taking a long time off and with the large backlog that you have, uh, you can continue to promote that on social media and people can continue to go back and, because some of your episodes are timeless because the movies have already come out. So, yeah. and uh, it, it's out there. So that's a good way to take a break from a show. That's not a bad thing at all, but there's two different philosophies out there. And yes, while growing a show, being consistent every week is good. I also think as a hobby podcaster, it's good to take those breaks when you need them. Yeah. And we're, we're in a unique position in that we're taking a break from one of the shows, but we're not gone, right? We're still going to be doing the other show. And so we can, plug hey we're going to do dune uh, you know tune in next week because 
surprise, we're going to have a, we're going to have an episode of Dune part two, you know, on status. And you could do a drop in the other feed. And right. Everything, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, so we, we, we're in that unique position that we can kind of do that and we're still, we're still there. It's just, he, you know, not hosting or not doing that one as much. And so that kind of helps. Me personally, I am very, I haven't missed a deadline yet. And I try not to. I do my best to make sure that I'm hitting. Um, I had one deadline that was missed uh, by about, what, technically five hours. It didn't drop at three o'clock in the morning. It dropped at eight o'clock in the morning. And that's because Jason set it up for me and accidentally marked it private. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I, I was looking to see if it had, uh, and it was, it was this, this summer heroes show. I was checking to see if he had put it in there and I was like, Hey, wait, it's not there. Cause he told me he had posted it. Um, he posted it at like midnight. He goes, it's up there. It's good. I'm like, all right, great. And I went to bed, but then it wasn't there when I, I went to check the site. It wasn't there. He had accidentally clicked the make private thing. I fixed it. It still went out the same day, but I'm, I'm, I try my best to stay very consistent with, with my release schedule. And that's, that's where the, that's where the time travel stuff comes in. I will pre-record till the cows come home. If it allows me to not miss something in the future, you know, it, I, I will do that, you know, cause if I can pre-record it, I can edit it whenever I need to, it, you know, cause it, I'm busy, uh, you know, life, life's busy. And sometimes, you know, you, we got to take a week off or a month or two weeks off because of, you know, going, going on vacation or something like that. So, but if we, we, we have a calendar and we look at it and we're, we're real good about it. Like uh, the, for our, for our heroes thing, we took an entire month off. We started recording this stuff in March. So, you know, the ultimate time travel there. Well, you started in March and you, your first drop was what, May, June? May, May something. Yeah. I think it was right after Memorial Day. I believe. No, uh, I don't know. I'd have to look. Um, but, but it yeah, was, it, was, it was two, two and a half months pre-recorded. Yeah. 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 And we were doing that on top of our normal schedule, which made it a little rough, but uh, we made it work. We, we knew going in. Because we were like, you know, we'd rather front load ourselves now than have to try to struggle because we knew we were doing one every week you know, um, for, for this summer thing. We're basically every, every week we're doing it, you know, so, so we got to make sure that we had it. So you're reviewing six episodes every week. So that means 24 episodes you're reviewing every month and it just stacks up. Right, right. And we could have quickly gotten behind knowing that we weren't going to be able to, we physically weren't going to be able to record for three weeks, you know, so we had to make sure that we were ahead enough that it didn't, didn't get in the way. Yeah. Well, there were some comments in the chat that I want to bring to your attention right now. I see some of those. Yeah. Yeah. The first will come from Liberty dude and he was responding to you upgrading in our upgrade talk that we had with gear. And he said, it's almost like upgrading is an affirmation of the fun of podcasting. Yeah, I would I would agree with that. Um I started simple, I upgraded a little bit. Um I'm honestly I I might bite the bullet and go with a a duo, a roadcaster uh uh yeah, pricey but okay. Yeah. 
I was going to do a, uh, what was that thing? The uh, Go XLR. But then when they shuttered the entire business or that side of the the thing, you know, there was that, that announcement that came out. It was kind of like, yeah, I'd rather be supported. So I might do the the Procaster Duo or the Roadcaster Duo. I don't know if I would do the Procaster 2. Roadcaster Pro 2. Yeah, there you go. Roadcast. I, I knew it was in there somewhere. I had all the letters in the right spots. Well, there's the two spots. things out there. So there's the what I have, the Roadcaster Pro 2, and you would right. get the newer Roadcaster Duo, Duo, which yeah. is the Roadcaster Pro 2, just downsized Short, a little bit. Smaller. But it's still yeah. expensive. It's like 500 bucks. Yeah, four or 500 bucks. Where the other ones, you know, what, six, seven? That might be my next uh, upgrade, but that is going to be, that's going to be when I get a new room. Um, because I'm literally, well, you can't see it. Uh, I'm on a two foot table to my, I'm on a two foot folding table with a laptop sitting on it. Cause that's all the space I have in my room. Granted, I guess I could have gotten rid of the four foot CO2 laser that's in the corner, but you know, priorities, man, priorities. <laughs> there you go. Liberty do also said with a push towards a smoke free world, do you get pushback or do you find cigars like many, like Mary's wanna Mary's wanna, MJ are not considered the same as cigarettes. So, so I saw that and I wasn't exactly sure how, how that is. Um, well, your title of your show, yeah, right? So the whole, yeah, let me, so the whole thing with smoking and drinking it. So it started smoking and drinking in space started because of Battlestar Galactica, the original series. Um, and even the reimagined one, you know, um, classic sci-fi, Booze is everywhere. Doc Cottle is smoking with his hands in a chest. You know, he's got a cigarette in his mouth and his hands in, his ch- in the chest type of deal. And so that's kind of where it, it started from with Jason and Red when they were talking about Battlestar Galactica one day. And, and so it was, it was kind of that, that thing. And so we do awards at the end. We have, we have a black lung, which is the smoking part. Did anybody smoke? whether it be literally like cigarette or uh, cigar or figuratively like a dude got caught on fire that he's, he's smoking, he's on fire, you know, that type of deal. The drinking aspect is again, is anybody drinking or acting drunk or, or I mean, we've gone so far as to, you know, the writers had to have been drunk when they wrote this crap, you know, that kind of stuff. And then we have the other two uh, was a, a purple hippo, which is just, out of your mind and then the player whether it be somebody's playing somebody or somebody's a ladies man and it, and all of that kind of stemmed from Battlestar Galactica because they and, and, and they have honorary people that if people don't show up that's who gets it and a lot of them are you know Richard Dawson Doc Cottle you know uh, they go he they generated those from from Battlestar Galactica we we have found, especially on the superhero side and, and the mainstream MCU stuff, we have found that, you know, Disney doesn't like smoking and drinking and they no. kind of they kind of frown upon that. Heck, we got our first F bomb in an MCU movie uh with uh Guardians of the Galaxy Three. Yeah, we did. So up until then it'd been very clean, with the exception of Iron Man. You know, there was quite a bit of drinking in the Iron Man series. But that's his character, right? I mean, there, there for a while he was, he was a booze, booze hound. 
you, you know, so I don't know. We, we really haven't had any pushback. Uh, we, we try our best not to, I've found in me personally, I don't, I won't talk about the marijuana or drug use type of stuff uh, for the award. You know, I, I try not to bring that to the forefront. Uh, you know, it's because, you know, we, we aren't PG 13, but we aren't like hard R, you know, we'll cuss and stuff like that. But, you know, we've, there's a certain image that we want to not a certain line. We don't want to cross. So to speak, <laughs> we don't know where that line is because it moves, but you know, there, there is a line. <laughs> Personally, there's a line that I, that I won't cross when it comes to that kind of stuff. So to answer Liberty Do's question, it's more to do with what you see on screen than you personally. Right. right. I, don't, I don't personally smoke. I don't smoke. I don't, I don't drink. I don't do alcohol. And that's just me. Jason does. He, mm-hmm. he had a bunch of margaritas last uh, day. <laughs> you, know, uh, you know, you saw that in the picture. He had himself a flight of margaritas. Uh, you know, it. And I don't look upon, uh, I don't look against anybody. Uh, Red was an avid smoker. Heck, he was, he would smoke during the show. You could hear him start one up, you know? And, <laughs> and I think, and I think that was part of, that was part of his shtick. That was part of, of that when it started, right? Was the fact that, you know, you're talking about sci-fi while you're smoking and drinking. Jason cracked open uh, Chateau Picard for the first season of Picard. And, um, Thorough. It was it was an interesting episode when he did that because it got he got worse and worse as he as the episode <laughs> went because he he was getting sl- more more sloshed you know and he finished off the bottle regretted it the next day but he finished off the bottle <laughs> you know so all right well we've gone on long enough for tonight for me anyway that's all I can handle of the Rob so oh, where thanks. can where can people find your show. So we are on the uh, Gunna Geek Network, uh, so you can go to the Discord or thegunnageek.com and find our uh, links there. But uh, you can either go to smokinganddrinkinginspace.com. Uh, is it on there? No, it yep. just says it. No, it just says smoking and drinking in space. Or smokinganddrinkinginpapes.com. We release uh, every other week in terms of the, the respective shows. Uh, right now we are doing uh, what we're calling Hot Heroes Summer. So, because we are gluttons for punishment, we are reviewing all four seasons of Heroes in its entirety, and we are releasing those every every week on both both feeds. So we take turns hosting, but we are releasing it on both feeds. Uh, we talked about it, and we think that that will be better for posterity's sake for anybody that gets in on, on the back, uh, later on. And might want to look at the back catalog. I'm still convincing, I'm trying to convince them, and maybe you guys can help me here. I'm trying to convince them to just just go all the way and go ahead and do Heroes Reborn and knock out all of the heroes. I haven't convinced them yet. It's only three more episodes on the show. It's 18 for us, but three more episodes for him. So, you know, if you want that, throw it in the Discord, make him feel pressured. Because I'm all for it, I'm ready. I'll I'll do it. Uh, might as well finish it off. Uh, go uh, go out with a bang. It'll never show up again, guys. <laughs> he didn't know that I was going to try to do this. <laughs> never say never. Not, <laughs> he hasn't he hasn't shown up on the chat, so I don't think he's listening, which is excellent. Yes, yeah. We'll see. This is going to go out later too, so yeah, we'll see if he yeah. picks that up. 
right? Well, Rob, thanks for joining me. It's been a blast. I appreciate your time. And thank you very much. Oh, thank you. And thank you for spending your time with Rob and myself for the past hour. If you like content like this, subscribe to the Better Podcasting YouTube channel and like this video and ring that bell. Or if you are listening to the audio version, give Better Podcasting Chats with SP a follow on your podcatcher of choice. Stephen and I would greatly appreciate it. So season three of Better Podcasting Live Chat is live right now. We've concluded season three of the main Better Podcasting show. Better Podcasting main show will come back later on this summer. And we look forward to seeing you over there. If you would like to schedule a time with me, please drop me a line or email me at stargatepioneer at betterpodcasting.com. And we'll look at a date to have you on the show. True story, Rob and I scheduled this about four months ago because this was the first date that we could fit in. So yes, the can schedule that far out. In the meantime, you can join the podcasting conversation over on our Discord server, betterpodcasting.com slash Discord. You can find both Stephen and myself there every day, as well as the entire Better Podcasting community. And that's where the real value is, is you can tap into that knowledge because everybody has some knowledge over there. And if you are a geeky-related podcast, consider becoming part of the Gunna Geek Network. You can apply via gunnageek.com slash join. We'll see everybody next time. Bye.